welcome back to our chat with Mr. John Blizzard. And if you haven't heard yesterday's, we talk about his upbringing in Dallas, which of course leads to a chat about RHOD. And yes, he knows Deandra Simmons, Leanne Locken, Stephanie, Brandy. We talk about last season of RHOD. We kind of get into the origins of Puppygate, those texts, where it all began. We talk about Beverly Hills, this current season, Kathy Hilton, Crystal Kong Minkoff. We really cover it all. So you can listen to this chat, but it makes more sense if you listen to yesterday, our sit down with Mr. John Blizzard. And here is our John Blizzard extravaganza part two continued now. And we start with Teddy. Let's not forget him and Teddy used to be friends. Stay tuned. I mean, do I even need to ask, are you sad to see Teddy go? Um, not really. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's funny. I actually, here's the thing. Teddy and I have not talked in two years now. Two full years. We have not talked. And I've, I thought about reaching out to her um, once the show ended, um, after like the whole Puppy Gate situation was over. Um, but I just, I didn't, um, and I have been thinking about reaching out to her and just like really having like a conversation. Um, cause I think that, cause here's the thing is like, I'm, I'm not the type of person that's like friends with somebody and then just like, can just like drop them, especially in like this weird situation that we were in. Um, cause I mean, we were friends and it's like, I, I don't know. It, it was just like a weird thing. And I think it's funny that like, I don't know. It's weird that she's like, oh, like. John Blizzard and I, like, we weren't friends. And I'm like, honey, like, I would talk to you, like, every day. And I'd see you probably, like, once or twice a week because you'd bring your kids into this, like, to the rescue center because, like, they would go to theater class across the street. Like, also, like, another aspect of the situation is, like, our adoption coordinator at the time was dating her little brother. And, like, our adoption coordinator is, like, my best friend. So, like, it's a, like I was saying, it's, like, a very weird and, like, Everybody knows everybody. The small group of people, like, we all know each other. And so for her to just be like, we weren't friends. Even though, like, also, like, on the show, she's like, oh, yeah, it wasn't weird that, like, John called me up. Like, it wasn't weird. Like, like there's a reason, like, also, it's like, I'm not texting Kyle Richards every day. Like, I don't talk to Kyle Richards. You know, it's like, Kyle and I, like, we are not friends. Not, like, in a bad way. Right. But it's like, like, I just don't understand, like, how you can even say that we weren't friends. And I think it's funny, too, because, like, I've actually introduced Teddy to other people, like, within Bravo as well. Like, the reason why her and Cameron Westcott are friends is through me. Like, literally, like, I introduced them. <laughs> and it's like, and then, like, on Watch What Happens Live, she's like, oh, yeah, like, my husband has, like, work in Dallas or business in Dallas. And, like, that's just how we met. I'm like, no, bitch. Like, I introduced you guys. Like, not that I need credit or anything, but it's just, like, that's just, like, who I am. Like, that's how the level that we were. Like, that I'm like, hey, like, I think that you'd love my friend Cameron. And I'm like, like, linking them up. You know what I mean? It's just like friend. Like if you're not friends, like why would you do that? It's just right. Weird. Were you hurt when she said that? Um, no, just because I know she was trying to save her ass. Um, it's like again, it's a small group of people. Everyone kind of knows what's really happening, and at the end of the day, they're trying to put out to the public a certain perception and a certain kind of, I guess, narrative that they can hopefully try to control. So. If at the beginning, she's like, oh, yeah, like, we're buddy-buddy. And then, like, three episodes later, she's like, oh, I don't even know him. It's, like, because she's trying to shift blame and trying to get herself out of the situation. So And what, trying to, to show, like, oh, Lisa put you up to this in her mind. We're not friends. Yeah. Why would he text me? 
because he's texting oh, me because Lisa, that was her motive, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, does it shock you that, because I've seen this firsthand with all these women that I've known, does it ever shock you the extent to which these w- women, like the extent to which they would go through just to, you know, have that narrative, save their job, get the paycheck. It ends up being a big paycheck after three, four years. And like, oh, yeah. you know, did you feel like disposable, you know, like if not Teddy, it could have been someone else. Like they'll save their own ass to stay on the show. It, 100%. And I think there's something that's interesting too, is that like, I feel I don't even remember if, it, if I I said it. I just don't remember if it was said on the show or not. But, like, um, Lisa and I had, like, a whole conversation, actually, that was filmed, but it wasn't shown, um, at Brittany's engagement party, actually. Um, and basically, what I told Lisa was, like, regardless if I had told Teddy via text, she was going to find out regardless. It may not have been that exact way, but like I said, like our adoption coordinator was literally dating her little brother, like her adoption coordinator, me and Teddy, like all, we all had a group message too. Like she was going to find out and well, somebody was going to find out eventually anyway, because like, obviously it's like a weekend of filming, Dorit's dog is like not there. We're going to be like, well, where's the dog? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, I don't know. It's just like going about it may have been like the wrong way in terms of like, you know, you know, being gossipy and texting her or whatever, but um, it wasn't Lisa that said it um, to for me to even text Teddy at all. Lisa actually didn't even want to talk about it because she wanted to protect Dorit. Um, she, you know, she didn't want to talk about it. She just wanted the dog back, essentially, and kind of move on. Right. So. Well, like, to your point, like you said before, you know, so you're 23 years old at the time. You said before, mm-hmm. you're like, you're in Us Weekly. You're in every publication, print, digital, you're trending. We don't need to like rehash Puppygate because everyone knows the exact like steps. There's 20,000 steps out there we could all Google. But like, I mean, you're at your job. Like you're just doing your job. Like, are you shocked that, you know, a text and just this whole thing where you work became like the central, because like you're going into a new season of Beverly Hills. There's always something like, I mean, are you shocked yeah. that you are now, like, you and John Sessa are, like, literally at the center of this entire major TV show that yeah. people are watching all over the world, and you're just trying to earn your paycheck at 23? Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm like, I'm like, how did, like, a series of, like, 10 text messages literally turn into, like, a whole, like, crazy situation? Um, and it was, I don't know, it was crazy, it was interesting, and I... You know, just kind of had to, I don't know. It was very interesting because I didn't even know that, like, I like when filming was happening, we, all of us were blindsided. Like, Lisa, John, and I, because we had no idea that all this shit was going to go on in the Bahamas. Because, like, at that point, we thought it was over with. We thought it was right. done. Like, we had moved on. We got the dog back. Like, everything was fine. Like, we were literally, like, okay, like, this was, like, a great two-week situation that we were in but we were all fine we thought it was over and then when like teddy brings out text messages in the bahamas like we were all blindsided like lisa called me from the bahamas and she was like what like what is going on because like literally it's like i didn't even remember sending those texts necessarily because they were so like minuscule in my mind like i didn't even like think about it she was like 
she was like, were you texting Teddy about the whatever? And I was like, I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, I just didn't even remember what exactly I said. I had to literally like, scroll up. She was like, well, she showed me a screenshot where you said that, like, that I told you to tell you. I was like, no, I literally have it right here. And she just cropped it. Like, I never said that. So it's just like, it was just like a weird situation where we were all kind of just like, like literally just like so blindsided by it. Cause we literally thought that the conversation was done. Like we thought it was over. And then because they have nothing else to talk about, they bring it back up. <laughs> were you like, you know, I assume you don't report directly into Lisa. Like, were you shitting a brick when your phone rings and it's like Lisa Vanderpump asking you about <laughs> specific words and texts that you sent? Like, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, I would I shit. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, God, she's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, honestly, it was not that it was fine. But, you know, it's like we, you know, I just, you know. And that's the thing too, is Lisa's always just like, say your truth, speak your truth. And I was like, listen, like, this is what happened. Um, and the other thing too, which is extra messy, is like I said, it wasn't Lisa that told me to tell Teddy. It was actually John Sessa. Um, he told me three times to text Teddy because he knew that he and I were friends and he wanted it out there. Um, and Lisa didn't, which is also interesting because if you actually watch the first episode of the season like hannah is the one who's the adoption coordinator that was bringing who's dating hud teddy's little brother she actually had the dog and she was bringing it over because john told her to because like in our heads we all thought that like lisa wanted this but lisa didn't and it was actually john sessa um and because he wanted to take Dorit down basically for being the way that she is. And um, Lisa saw that Hannah was bringing the dog over. And if you look at it, she goes over towards like the front counter and is literally like, no, like, don't do this. And that's when John brings the dog because Lisa was stopping Hannah from bringing the dog. And then John brings the dog into the situation. And that's when everything kind of spiraled out of control from there. But it's just very interesting because it's also like, you know, I was basically used for not Lisa's dirty work, but John's dirty work, who's like not even involved. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just so interesting because it's like, he basically used like my personal friendship with Teddy to create like a whole storyline, um, which was unnecessary. But again, it's like, I would have told Teddy regardless. I just like wouldn't have like done it like right that second. Cause it just happened the day before, which is why everybody was on edge. But did John Sessa then use you to create a storyline or did John Sessa use you because like dogs are his life and he just was like livid that Dorit would do things this way? Both. <laughs> he, I don't know. I just think that he want he likes being on TV and he wants to be on TV. And like, personally, I don't really give a shit. So <laughs> I'm like, I just would prefer being like the social aspect. Like I can be friends with everybody on TV, but like, I don't need to be on it but I think that he like likes it and he wants to be on it. Like he, I mean, he's like pushed people out of the way. Like, like when we filmed for Vanderpump Rules, he's like pushed like employees out of the way so he can like get on camera. I'm like, that is sad and depressing for your life and soul, but whatever. <laughs> and it also doesn't work that way. Like you could be on camera for 17 hours, sweetie. If you're not part of the storyline, no. there's not one minute of it, which will be seen on TV. No. And I just think that he did that because exactly what you said, he didn't want to give Jaree a free pass because again, like with this specific situation, it was 
it was the first time a dog had ever been dropped off at a kill shelter. Um, and it, it was like somebody that was like Lisa's best friend. And also like, I went to Dorit's house to help set her up with the dog. Like Hannah and I were at Dorit's house, like setting up the doggy, like the doggy pen, like telling her what food to eat. Like, like we literally like held her hand the entire way, which we never do. And it's just like, I don't know, it was just like a weird situation. And, and it's like this dog, like everyone had a specific kind of like tie to, because this dog was also like born from a pregnant mom that we had rescued. So it's like one of our old groomers has the mom dog. Like people had like raised this baby like at their house. Like everyone just like had like a deep connection to this dog. Um, and for somebody that was supposed to be Lisa's best friend to just drop it off somewhere, like just wasn't okay. So, well, I mean, you say, so you were, so you were nervous when you got a call from Lisa, but I mean, like, were you ever worried about like, I'm going to lose my fucking job? Like, I don't care about the damn no. show. No. <laughs> and that was actually one of the things she said to me. She's like, she's like, you're not gonna lose your job. Like, it's like, cause she understands. Like, it's just like, it's a bunch of crazy women that latch onto whatever. So I was never actually worried about that. And it was funny because like Bravo put out this whole article at one point during the season that was like, does John Blizzard still work at Vanderpump Dogs? And I was like, yep. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people were like, oh my God, he's going to get fired. A lot of people, and I was like, that was never an issue and was never a topic of discussion, um, to be quite honest. Like it like never was going to happen. Well, that's a great boss. And Lisa's probably yeah. like, well, you're team Vanderpump. So I, I get it. Like, yeah. I've dealt with these women for however many seasons. I, I know yeah. that it's not you. So that's at least good. Yeah. But what about like then John Cecil? Like did Lisa have the same thought process you did of like John Cecil wants camera time and a story and his name and out there? Did that ever cross Lisa's mind? I'm sure it did, but also I mean like they're like they're like partners. So it's like for I think in, like, terms of, like, a dog foundation standpoint, I mean, like, if he's out there, then, like, the foundation is shown, even if it's in a negative light at the moment. But it's still, you know, being talked about. So I don't think that she ever had that same conversation with him necessarily. But, um, I mean, she knows that he was the one that did it. So, because I told her. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, we all had it. What you also didn't see on camera was the day that we filmed at the center with all when everything went down is John, Lisa, and I went upstairs and we had like a huge like blow up like screaming match at each other wow. because Lisa because Lisa was pissed. Um, and the, the cameras couldn't get in to like the area we were in because it's like kind of an enclosed thing, but like they definitely were like around the corner. So like it exists somewhere. But um, she was really pissed at John because he, she didn't want it brought up. And he brought it up. And basically we were just like, listen, like Dorit is a horrible person for doing this. Cause at that point we were doing it about the dog and about like not letting her get a free pass. And um, she wasn't happy about it. Like we had a whole screaming match, like all of us about like, your friend is awful. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you protecting her? Um, I don't know. It was just like a whole, it was a big situation that day. It was like a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and like just like a lot of emotions that day. Like there was too much going on in one day. Do you get as stressed out when planning a vacation as I do? Where to go, what to do, where to stay. 
I definitely needed some extra help in choosing the perfect spot for my next vacation. And that is why I turned to Apple Vacations. They're great. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them, and this is music to my ears, as your one-stop shop for that next-level summer vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Nonstop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. So the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 That's SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Cana. Just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Again, just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get this amazing deal at your favorite Live Aqua resort today. (laughs) <laughs> and the cameras were there. I mean, the footage must exist somewhere. The footage exists. Um, I just don't know where. I mean, Evolution has it. So if they want to drop it, drop it. But <laughs> and when Lisa was up there screaming, she was screaming more at John Sessa than you? She was screaming more at John, yeah, for bringing the dog out. And what was just he screaming back? Like, was it basically more? About, basically about, like, you know, why are you protecting her? Um, what did you do? Um, or not what did you do, but like, you know, just like kind of like, like this dog literally like, like again, like this is the only time that we've ever had this ever happen before. And like, this is your best friend. Like, why are you protecting her? Like, why didn't she just like, I don't know. There's like a lot of just like, I don't know. We were just like so confused by the situation. And what were you screaming then? You were just screaming because you were somehow in the middle of all this? Yeah, I was just I was just mainly mad at Doreen because like, again, because this specific dog everybody had a connection with that it was like, I just don't get it. And like the reasoning that she gave it up to, I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, it was just like, I don't know. I was mainly just screaming about Doreen being a horrible person. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I said. I basically was just like screaming that she was a horrible person and all this stuff, so... Well, I would like to see that lost footage one day. Evolution, <laughs> if you'd like to send it to me. Well, yeah. what about, you know, you, did you say these things to John Sessa, like, after the fact of, like, fuck you? I think that you just wanted camera time, and now this is all out there, and, like, I'm in the middle of this mess. I mean, you're saying it here. Like, no, you, you saying, work with no, him. Like, it's isn't that going to be awkward? It's funny because I've never said it to him directly, but everyone talks about it at Vanderpump Dogs, past and present. It's just no one's ever said it to his face. So I guess we're saying it now. <laughs> so isn't that going to be weird? Like if you, if this, I don't if you're care. working with him? I'm like, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. It's all just like stupid bullshit. Like there's bigger issues going on in the world. So like, I don't care. So. <laughs> Listen, I-, I know the type that loves their camera time. I get it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, like, you don't report to John Sess or anything like that? Like, it's not? 
Oh, I do. Oh, but you like do. also, it's, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a small group of us. Like, there's like literally five of us there. Okay. But like at the end of the day, it's like we can all fight and we can all like say whatever we want. But like we can all like be chill. You know what I mean? Like hash it out, move on. So. <laughs> What did your parents say? Like, I mean, I assume that, I mean, maybe they're not on social media the way we, we all are, but like, I assume they heard of your name and it was in Us Week. Like you said, you were trending on yeah. every thing. They, were they, like, they didn't really, like, they, good question. My, like, they don't really pay attention to like housewives stuff or like anything like that. So like, obviously they knew because like their friends would like call them and be like, oh my God, like, John is like all over like whatever blah 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 and they're like oh okay like they just like they weren't like mad they weren't like happy they weren't like upset they weren't they weren't like anything they were just kind of like whatever I just don't think it's funny because like even now like they don't realize that like like a lot of people know me and it's really weird like my mom was visiting back in September um and we like went to this Mexican restaurant here in LA and like the waiter like freaked out he was like oh my god like you're John Blizzard and my mom was like, oh, like, did you know that from, like, the reservation? And she, he was like, no, like, you're on Beverly Hills. And my mom was like, what? Because she, like, just doesn't understand. Like, she, like, in her mind, it's just, like, I'm literally just, like, I'm, I mean, I am a normal human being. <laughs> but, like, she just, like, was so, like, that is so funny. And, like, I'll get recognized at, like, the airport. Like, it's so weird. It is so bizarre. Um, but that's just kind of like the level that like my parents are at. It's like, they don't really like realize that like, you know, people know me. So. Did you <laughs> hear funny. from anyone else? Like Ariana, when you were trending, like, did you hear from anyone else? Like in the Bravo universe, not even necessarily connected to RHOBH or V? v um, yeah. I mean, um, let's see. Not no. in the, mo not in the moment, but like past, like I've kind of, talk to a lot of people not necessarily in the moment but like um like Bronwyn is one of my really good friends now from Orange County so like I mean we just like discussed it but like it was after the fact so it doesn't really matter um I've just talked about like some other things with like um like just like randomly like DMing just like whatever um with like Courtney from Below Deck who's not on there anymore um but I don't know I mean like it's a small world that like people are like involved with but like at the at the time I don't think anybody reached out to me except for anybody. Because um, I was going to say, what Dallas. about, right, like, what about the Dallas girls that have known you, yeah. like, the yeah, next thing, like. Yeah, all of them reached out to me and talked to me while it was happening. Um, and I'm trying to think. Were they like, what the fuck? Or yeah, they no, like literally. Just... No, literally, that's actually what they said. They were like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, you know more than me, and I'm involved. So, um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, I think that was it. Otherwise, it was just like, you know, all my other, like, friends that, like, you know, aren't on Bravo or, like, people that are, like, connected to the foundation very heavily, like, some of our major sponsors and donors and things like that. Um, but yeah, um, it was mainly the Dallas girls that um, reached out to me during this whole situation um and then, you know a couple people from Vanderpump Rules but um you know I, that's what it is <laughs> have you changed anything about your texting habits 
Are you now oh. like, wait, everything I say can and will be used against me no matter how innocent in this world of 2019, 2020, 2018? Oh, 100%. I'm like, I have PTSD. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm more careful, I guess, about what I say. And phone calls are always a good option. Just make sure no one's recording it. Um, but also a good old fashioned in person situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I try not to text, you know, like certain people, certain things, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, I think it's interesting. Um, and I would just be like, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything ever again in text to yeah. anyone ever. Yeah. <laughs> we can meet up and discuss this in person. What about, like, does any part of you ever feel guilty for, like, the fact, and I'm not saying you should, I'm just asking, like, the fact that, like, LVP and Kyle are not friends anymore, which really is Um, a result of this whole thing. I mean, there were other issues between them. I just think that this was, like, the thing that took it over. Um, But no, because at the end of the day, and this is what I always like to think is <laughs> like at the end of the day it's like if Dorit would have just been a good person and just returned the dog back like to us like she was supposed to literally like she signed a contract and she still owes us five thousand dollars from that by the way because she broke the contract um is that none of this would have happened like I just like it still like goes back to that for me it's just like why did you drop your dog the week of the first week of filming? I just think that's weird too. You had an entire summer if you didn't want the dog to get as bad as not like to get rid of the dog and just give it back to us. I just don't know why you waited until the first week of filming. Like it's just like a weird, like I don't know. So uh, do I feel guilty? I wouldn't say necessarily because they had their own issues, but I definitely think that you know definitely like exacerbated it and made their situation a lot worse but you know they were always on the outs kind of anyway at that point um I just think it's an unfortunate situation that literally it's like someone else kind of ruined a friendship in terms of like a situation so right so to your point about Dorit waiting do you think Dorit did that for a storyline see that's what we've kind of discussed as like a group not with Lisa um like a banner from dogs because we're like I don't know, I just think it's weird that, like, you've had this dog for, what, nine months now at this point, and then, I don't know, you just, like, get rid of it the first week. I don't know, it's weird. It's just weird to me, and we're never going to get the full story from her, ever. So, um, I don't know. There's just lots of unknowns and lots of situations that happened, and I think it's weird. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I get that you didn't really care about being on TV. You're just minding your own business and doing your job. I mean, is John Cecil, like, thrilled? I mean, job well done oh, if yeah. that was your goal to get oh, on. Yeah. Like, people yeah. know his name now. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I don't know. I think probably, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to think of, like, I'm just thinking of what to say. <laughs> I'm deciding how like messy I want to be. But um You can be as messy as you would like. I know. I just think that he may have been a little bit like ticked off that like people knew who I was more than him. Because I really didn't want to be involved and I like just was like the conduit basically to the whole situation. 
Um, Cause like, I remember there was one article that was written that was like, who is the other John at Banner from Dogs? Referring to like him as the other John. Oh. And it's like, he's the executive director, he's whatever. And it's like, I'm just like doing the events in PR. And I think that was like one of the things, like, I don't know, there's like incidents like that. And it's like, I'm like, I've been on Cameo for like, you know, a year and a half now or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, he just got on like a couple days ago just because we have a partnership with them. Not because they like wanted him to be on, but because like we have a partnership with them like as a foundation. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, right. Like yeah. if you really wanted this, I mean, you got it, but maybe he indirectly got it for you too. And that you exactly. didn't want it, but somehow that bothers them. I, I, I could see that. Exactly. exactly. I don't know. What about, do you think Teddy deserved to be let go? Um, Just as a housewife, like, was she a good housewife? Like what makes a good housewife? Do you think she was deserved to be let go? Um, like objectively, I, even though you're not yeah, speaking. Yeah, I mean, like, granted, like, I honestly, like, here's the thing. I have nothing bad to say about Teddy. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, I really have nothing bad to say about her because um, she's really nice. I love her kids. Um, her husband's great. Um, but um, I just think as a housewife, especially, like, in Beverly Hills, where everyone's so dynamic and so kind of, like, over the top sometimes, she was a little just, like, which is not bad, but, like, she just was, like, a little bit boring sometimes, which, like, I love. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, that's fine. Like, just be, like, a normal person. Like, you don't need to be dressed to the nines, you know, every two seconds mm-hmm. and also, like, you know, do whatever. But for some people, and especially, like, in Beverly Hills, it's, like, they didn't like that. Um, so I think that, you know, and especially because she left and who they're adding, I think is a great um, kind of, like, switcheroo. You know what I mean? Like, to yeah. add, like, Crystal and Kathy um definitely i mean like compare the two it's like would you rather have teddy mellencamp or have like crystal and fucking kathy hilton on the show you know what i mean like it's kathy hilton so i don't even know how they got kathy like it just i'm still shocked and speechless for a lot of reasons yeah i mean it did no wonders for kim and kyle's relationship i mean it's fine but it had its moments and Kathy actually is one of the few people that doesn't need the money. So oh, 100%. Because um, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, you can yeah, fire me yeah. any day. I really don't care. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was, you know, like she has a new baby now too, like Teddy does. I don't know. Like maybe it's good just to like kind of step back for a little bit. Um, I can't tell you how much traveling I've been doing in the past few weeks. And airports and airplanes are packed. People want to get away. Listen, if your dreams of that vacation or enjoying the fun of life are turning back into a reality for you, don't stress over the financial setbacks that can keep you from saying yes. Credit Karma is here to help you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to hit pause on a good time. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or to consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals because your goals may not be the same as my goals. With a selection of options and approved odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence and you will be on that beach enjoying that drink in no time. 
Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. But, you know, I think she was good for the time being. Um, And yeah. Do you miss your friendship with her? Like all said and done? Yes and no. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been two years of like us not talking and like I'm fine. (laughs) But at the end of the day, yeah. But like at the same time, it's like I'm that person that like I don't like just like, just like, oh, we're not friends anymore. You know what I mean? And over something that's so stupid too. So I don't know. Um, Like I said, like I thought about reaching out to her. Um, I don't know if she wants to talk to me, but you know. Um, just having a conversation, I think, would be. Do you think you will? Um, maybe. Like, like, I think I would like actually like love to just like literally like sit with her and just like talk. Like, I don't want to do a phone call. I don't want to do all that. But just like, literally, just like, you know, sit down and like, just talk about the situation. I think if you have any chance of repairing your friendship, the fact that she's not on the show is actually a huge help. Oh, 100%, um, which, you know, is probably <laughs> a good thing for, you know, if I want to do that. The longer you're gone, the more you get back to, like, normal life. Oh, 100%. Do you ever run into, like, Teddy, Dorit, just from, like, living? Yeah. Um, really? It, yeah. Um, it was funny. It was, it was after the show had already aired, though, or maybe it was airing at the time. I can't remember. But, um... John Sessa and I were at like a um, meeting um, for an event that we were going to do at the London hotel. And we were like, Oh, let's just go get lunch. And um, we both really like this place called the Petite Four. It's at Sunset Plaza in LA. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high? yet that's right it's summer and it's time for you to get your hands on america's new favorite product danksicles 20 milligrams of thc in two great flavors the latest and greatest innovation from indicloud is indicloud the greatest company to come out of america maybe but what we do know for sure is that indicloud is the best way to get dispensary grade cannabis delivered directly to your door 100 percent legally yes they ship legally to all states no medical card needed Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And um, we were like, okay, let's go there. But also next door, there's a sushi place. And then like last second, we were like, oh, let's just go get sushi instead. And we're literally like waiting at the host stand. And I like look up and like, I see Teddy's daughter Slate like at the table. And Teddy was like looking down. So she couldn't see us because she had like, something had dropped on the floor at that exact same moment. I literally was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and so John and I like ran next door to Le Petite Four and just ate there instead. Um, but I don't think she saw us, but it's, it was just kind of like, oh my God. Like, I, did, I just don't know what we would have done in that situation where it was like John and I, like in a public place. And like, it's like Teddy, like by herself, like with her like kids, you know what I mean? It's just like, that was the, that was the one time that I've seen her um just like when was that again like how like was that that was august of last year i guess maybe wow um yeah um i don't know yeah i don't know what you would have said standing there i I don't know it's just like when it's awkward when you just like have so much like friction and contention with somebody and then like you're just like thrown I guess kind of a situation where you're just like oh like hello like wasn't prepared for this so thankfully again I don't think that she saw us um I don't think it would have been necessarily a problem but I just wasn't ready to have that conversation at a sushi place (laughs) you know what I mean right that makes sense and you've never run into her Doree or Kyle or anyone no not um not in a while I think that I can remember um no, I did, I didn't run into PK, but he was staying next door to my friends. Um, he was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel and um, he was like next door neighbors with like my friend who like also John and I were like with, cause like she's also like on the board. Um, she's one of our big sponsors too. And she was down from NorCal um, like visiting or whatever. Um, but I didn't see him, didn't run into him, but it was just like, didn't know until after we left that like he was literally next door. Wow. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. It's a small town, but like I haven't run into Dorit herself or Kyle at all. And I think also, I mean, we've been locked down since March anyway. So like nobody's really seen anybody, but even before okay. then, like I never, I never saw them. So. What about like when all this happened? Cause like you can be a saint or an angel on a Bravo show and you still get hate, but this was a very uh, controversial thing. Like yeah. I assume you got tons of online hate. I mean, we all do. Oh, 100%. And actually, um, you know, I've had this conversation with other people on Bravo that are going through like awful situations is I was like, honestly, for your mental health. And that's what I did is like, I went on Twitter and I like muted everybody that like I don't follow or who doesn't follow me. Because it got to the point where people were just saying, like, awful things. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, you've seen, Mm -hmm. like, five minutes of me. And that's about it. Um, So, I don't know. It's just, like, the amount of hate. But then also, like, the amount of people that, like, weirdly like me is hilarious, too. Because I'm like, I was just a messy bitch. Like, (laughs) like, indirectly. Like, didn't mean to. But, like, 
it's so funny because like like I was saying earlier, it's like, you know, I'm on Cameo and you know, it's like I get all these like really funny like like requests from people that are like, oh my God, like we love you, like, like blah blah blah. Like, I don't know, it's just it's so funny and it I think it's great to just like even if I'm hated or whatever just to be able to have, like, if you can affect, like, one person by, like, you know, making their day through just, like, you know, communicating with them on any social platform, um, because you never know what people are going through, and, like, me, like, I'm literally a nobody, but it's, like, you know, if I can just, like, help one person, like, that's perfect for me, um, but definitely the amount of hate that I got was, like, extraordinary. I'm, like, it was, like, borderline, like, the level that, like, Teddy hate like, I got the same amount. Like, everyone just, like, hated all of us. And it was just, like, oh, my God. But, um, you know, you learn, you live from it, you learn from it, you grow from it. So. Did you ever go down that road, though, before getting here? Like, and just saying, like, did you, you know, it's a black hole. Like, did you go there? Because a lot of people do. Like, where you were reading the comments and just upset, depressed, or you yeah, just the never fir- the first, did that? The first, like, couple of days yeah and then I stopped because I was like this is like so hateful and also like you guys like your picture is literally an egg on Twitter and you have like 153 followers like I don't know why you're even like talking to me (laughs) right and it's the same people that will go through and they'll comment you watch like oh like wait like you're commenting the same thing to Ramona in New York it's just like they just literally attack the Bravo verse it's oh 100% I know and it's like I don't know. I just don't get it. And I don't get why people are so mean. And like, I don't know. Just like, you don't know these people. And it's just like, you're, they're like putting their lives out there for you. Some of them unexpectedly like me, (laughs) but um, I don't know. It's just, I just don't get why people are so mean. But um, like I said, I mean, it's been fun despite all the hate. Like, like I said, like, I mean, I'll go to the airport and people will recognize me. Like, if, obviously, if I'm at, like, Tom Tom Sir Pump or anything like that, you know, like, people come up to me and take pictures with me. Like, it's just, like, bizarre because I'm like, oh, like, this is, this is funny. Like, people take pictures with me. And even at work, like, if I'm downstairs at Pump Dogs, like, people mm-hmm. literally, like, will come up to me. And, like, one of them, I remember one of my coworkers, because, like, I'm not there on the weekends, and, um, you know, a lot of tourists are there over the weekend. Um, one of them went up to my coworker and was like, was like, does John Blizzard really work here? And they were like, yeah. And then they were like, well, is he, like, actually nice in real life? Or and they were like, yeah, he's, like, actually really nice. Like, it's just, like, funny that, like, random people are literally coming up to my coworkers, like, asking them these questions, like, at my place of work. So it's so... It's just interesting. It's funny. <laughs> are you, does it annoy you that people that are not really in the know confuse you and John Sessa? Not really. Um, Cause like one is all natural and one isn't. So I'm like, that's your own fault if you can't make the distinguishment. <laughs> so. You are coming for Sessa today. <laughs> well, yeah, I would assume people that come in want to meet you guys. I mean, they're there and they're not from LA or. Yeah. You know. Um, it's funny because like I feel like I feel like in real life nobody's ever obviously gotten us mixed up because they'll know who is who. Online though, I think it's interesting just because especially when it was first kind of happening, because it's like we're both named John, so it's confusing. So everyone's right. like, wait, who's who? So they're like, John Blizzard did this. I was like, no, that was the other one. And I was like, so it was kind of it went, I wouldn't say it was like annoying or anything, but it was kind of like it's for me, it's like, it's not that hard, but also I understand because like when there's too many pieces in the puzzle, it's confusing. 
Um, and I feel like everyone was just totally confused by the puppy gate situation anyway, because there were so many missing parts. It's or not missing, moving parts. You know, like there were like ten people involved, and it was just like it was too much. Like you can't keep track of all that. It was one of, of the it. more confusing storylines. Yes, I think, especially with like yeah. the text and like everyone's yeah. motivation. And why oh, is yeah. this important? I, I'm like, I'm confused at times. Yeah, I mean, like, what I, like, I mean, like, even though I said earlier, too, it's just, like, I was actively involved, and I was confused. Like, I, I, I didn't even know what's going on, and, like, I was involved. <laughs> like, it was just crazy. Well, especially when Lisa's calling you and showing you a text message that was cropped, you're like, Yeah, I was just, like, I was like, what? It's like, this doesn't even like, it was weird. It was, so then what? Like, you're like, Lisa, listen, I'm going to send you 17 text messages right now. Let me. Oh, no, that's literally what I had to do. I literally sent, <laughs> I literally sent, I screenshotted everything, sent them to Ken because Ken was still in the United States. And then it was just like, oh my God. And then like, like literally, and that's the other thing too. It's like, if I'm not friends with this person, why do I have like a whole like binder full of texts? You know what I mean? It's just like, Right. I don't know. But like, it was kind of funny, but it was just like, you guys, like, I did nothing wrong. Like, I was like, you can see, like, half my phone. Like, I don't really care. So. When you are willing to hand over the phone, that is when you are an innocent man. Oh, yeah. really? I was like, I was like, literally, take it. Like, I don't care. I was like, the whole world has seen my text. Like, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that must have been a strange turn of events also when. I well, mean, also, it... it's funny because, like, they didn't like bravo evolution like they didn't tell me like they didn't say oh like all this is going to be shown like i had no idea that like my text messages were going to be shown on national tv like that i had no idea i was totally in the dark about everything i learned when everyone else found out when they were watching in real time did you know the extent because like you know you're filming it it's happening in real time but like you weren't in a thousand scenes so like Mm -hmm. were you aware that this, mm-hmm. like, were you, you, you weren't aware this was actually going to be a major storyline. No. Until and because, it came out. No. Um, and I didn't realize that all these women had my name in their mouth, <laughs> like, so constantly. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize that, um, you know, uh, until later on. Um, just because, like, like I said, like, we all thought it was done. And right. then everything happened in the Bahamas, and it kind of spiraled from there. So I don't know. It was just, like, a weird, it's a weird experience. Um, but yeah, I had literally, I had no idea that I was going to be so actively featured and involved, even though I really was only on screen for maybe like five minutes the entire right. season. But like I was talked about the entire season. Like I felt yeah. like camera this season on OC, like not on, but like talked about constantly. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it is true. Cause like, I didn't, I mean, I just thought of that now, like, right. Like you were only on for two seconds, five seconds. Right. So you didn't really know. And then you're not getting the screeners, like you're not a cast member. So you really watched it with the rest of us that like, Oh shit, your name is in everyone's mouth nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, just wasn't expecting it. Um, found out like everybody else did. <laughs> who who names these dogs? Like Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice. Like, come on now. Like, I mean, it's great, but like, who comes up with these names? So that actually Dorit's kids named the dog that after it was adopted. Um, otherwise, all of us just kind of like take turns naming the dogs. Um, we do have a baby book. Just really, to, like, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so just like if we're not like creative enough, then we'll just like flip it open and we're like, oh, this name sounds cute. But um, it's kind of how it works. Um, but yeah, I don't, 
yeah, that was Dorit's kids. I don't even remember what the dog's original name was um, at the center. I can't remember, but yeah, that was on her. That was not us. <laughs> I mean, it just takes this whole story and elevates it even higher. Like if that was oh, even yeah. possible, like you're like, yeah. this is the most, I, what? Like in not in a thousand years would I come up with this name ever. Oh, I know. I know. I was like, okay, but. <laughs> what about, like you said, the Vanderpump Dogs annual gala, like that became a thing. Like that became mm-hmm. a Bravo thing, a celebrity yeah. thing. I mean, that became a really big event. Yeah, and it's super great for the foundation just because we're able to raise a lot of money that night. That really helps with all of our initiatives Um, because we do a lot of things internationally as well, not just in LA. Like, we don't just do adoptions. Like, we do a whole bunch of other things. Like, we actually have um, a veterans program that we started up this year. So we've um, actually paired up two veterans already with dogs that we've had our trainer train. So they literally help people that have suffered from, you know, or that are suffering from PTSD following kind of their involvement in the military overseas. Um, So there's like good things that we're doing outside of just like adopting out dogs. And so like this gala really helps to promote and highlight and raise funds for all these things that we do. And honestly, it's a really fun night because it's kind of like the original Bravo con. (laughs) Uh Kind of. Everybody, like everybody who's on Bravo, like is there and like, they're all like people that I know. Like that's right. how like like I'm inviting everybody essentially. So um, you know, like Melissa Gorga, like she like I love her. She's like one of my friends, and like she has been so supportive, and she'll literally fly from Jersey every year to come and support. Um, you know, my friends from Dallas, like they'll come. You know, they're you know buying a table. They'll have like a Dallas table, um, and you know they're all there. Um, and it's just like a fun night, and it's kind of the one kind of night that I feel like everybody like it's kind of like a high school reunion <laughs> type situation yeah where it's like everybody from Bravo can come together and like have fun but also like raise money and bring awareness to like what Banner from Dogs is doing um which is great and it's just like a really fun night and everyone gets wasted <laughs> which is and, always fun yeah and um it's a good time There's hopefully there'll be one next year. Cause I mean, it raises yeah, a lot of money. Like this, like yeah. So like this year we weren't able to do one, unfortunately. Um, but like next year, like it's going to be like, hopefully, you know, bigger and better than, you know, everything. When is it uh, usually like, I forgot what time of year it was. Usually it's November. So usually okay. it's like middle of November. Um, but it's really fun. Um, and we always, you know, get to highlight, you know, specific dogs from the year or people that have helped out dogs um, and just kind of, you know, really focus on, you know, saying thank you to everyone that's been involved with the foundation as well, which is great. So what's the current state of Vanderpump Dogs now? Like you're working at home, yeah. but I mean, the dogs are there. Yeah, the dogs are there. So we are open and we're an essential business. So we've remained open the entire time. Um, so dogs are up for adoption. Our adoption rates have been through the roof just because everybody is staying at home they're lonely <laughs> and they want a friend, uh-huh. um, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a struggle just because it's like, everything's been closed. Like we haven't, like we weren't able to do like our gala. We weren't able to do world dog day. Like we've transitioned to doing like online kind of like virtual fundraisers and other kind of like fun campaigns. But um, like our events, not just like me, but like Lisa and Ken and John and Pandora, like all of us, like the events are like what we live for. Like, mm-hmm. they're so much fun. They're a lot of work. Like, Pandora and I want to, like, 
swan dive off a building because it's like, you know, like we're doing like, we're working like nonstop to make sure these events are like going to go smoothly. Um, so it's kind of sad. Like we just aren't able to like see like people that, you know, we've known for years that have helped support the foundation um, and just like have a fun time and get together for the canine community. So it's been a little bit sad, a little depressing, <laughs> but in terms of like dogs and everything, like it's going great. Um, and like you guys can go to banhomedogs.org and see what dogs are there right now. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, if you're in the LA area, you know, you can just like go on by and go see them. That's what I heard. I heard that dog adoption rates were, I mean, I don't study the statistics, but I heard they're way <laughs> up because people are yeah. home. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. What about how, I mean, have you heard from Ken and Lisa? Like, how are they doing? Like, I mean, the restaurants are not open. Um, yeah, I mean, in that aspect, I mean, it's been a struggle. Like, they, like, Pump was only open for a couple of weeks, and then the governor shut everything back down again, even outdoor dining. So, you know, I just, like, I try not to, like, step on people's toes and, like, ask about, like, that type of situation. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I think they're okay. Um, Lisa came by the center the other day. I wasn't there that day, though. Um, so I didn't see her. But, you know, I've seen her on, like, Zoom stuff that we've been doing and whatever. Um, so yeah. So Lisa's really actively involved in Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah. Have you listened yeah. to Lisa's podcast yet? You know, I I haven't. <laughs> it's so. you're entitled, you're working, you know, you're busy. Exactly. We'll go with that. But add that to your list. And set, you can listen to that after you listen to the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Of course, obviously. <laughs> and have you have you ever been to Villa Rosa? Yeah. Um a lot. Um, obviously, you know, everyone saw me there, like, when I was filming for Housewives, yeah. but, um, you know, I haven't been there since COVID, obviously, but, like, um, yeah, I've been there a lot. lot. I didn't I know if you were lot. just there for filming or, like, you've actually mm-hmm. been to just... No, um, yeah, I've been there a lot. Um, I've done, like, other filming things there, but also, I mean, I've just been there for, like, other things that we've done, um, and, I mean, like, the dog that she adopted most recently, um, Binky, who's like the Wheaton Terrier, like I was the one that brought the dog up to the house to like meet them and things like that. So I mean, like I go up to the house pretty frequently, and like if there's ever like stuff like going on, like we'll go up there. Um, I've been there after like we went like on a trip to Vegas for like the foundation, and like I, you know, we go back to the house after we get back from the airport. Um, I don't know. It's like it's it's nice because like they're very like it's a small group of people. And, like, everyone knows everybody. And, like, it's kind of, like, family. Like, again, like, we do all, like, maybe shit on each other occasionally. Like, I may or may not have done during this podcast. But it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, you know, we're all family. So, and families fight. <laughs> but, you know, it's just how it is. So Speaking of family, because we've had a loss in the family, have, has anyone spoken yeah. to Lisa regarding Jiggy? Yeah. Um, she's, you know, she's okay. Um you know, she's devastated, obviously. Ken is especially, um, you know, devastated by it. You know, Jiggy, you could not go anywhere. Um, like, Ken cannot go anywhere without Jiggy. Like, Jiggy is always with Ken. Um, and I, he loves all of those dogs immensely. Like, I remember when um, the other dogs died a couple of years ago, and he was just a wreck. And, like, to have Jiggy pass is just, like, unimaginable. Um, I mean, we all knew eventually it was going to happen, of course, but, um, you know, I just, 
I feel sad for them because it's, it's like losing a kid basically for them. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy just to see kind of the outpouring too of like, you know, the reaction to like Jiggy, like passing, just like everybody being like, oh my gosh, like, like he was the reason why I watched Beverly Hills. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's so interesting because like he really was like the first dog of Bravo. Like there, besides like T'Challa at this point that Monique has, like there really hasn't been many animals that like people like love and adore, like maybe like Archie that like Shannon has, but like otherwise like animals, just like people's like pets aren't like a huge thing. And Jiggy was such like an integral part of just like, the Beverly Hills lifestyle too of like this like little Pomeranian dog that has no hair but wears like designer clothes like it's just such an interesting situation I think people try but you're right and other than I mean yeah. T'Challa is the one that I think of other than Jiggy that's yeah it. yeah that's about it <laughs> and to your point Andy Cohen even called him like the first pet of Bravo yeah so I don't know it's it's sad but um you know it's you do know. you think, I mean, has Ken, you think Ken has taken this harder than Lisa? I think, I mean, both equally, obviously, but like Ken just like loves and adores those dogs. Um, and so I just know that, um, you know, he's especially hurt by all of this. Um, but, you know, obviously both of that. them, but, um, you know, he's, he loves dogs and he is the reason you know, besides like Jiggy and, you know, Lisa, obviously, but Ken is really kind of the forefront of Vanderpump Dogs anyway. Like he cares about dogs so much that like he, like, he would do anything for dogs. So that's what that. I learned. And yeah. finally, as we wrap up, thank you for your time, first of all. Yeah, for sure. But what is next for you? Yeah, good question. Um, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'm still like at Vanderpump kind of, but it's like, we're not doing events and stuff. So I don't know, like I've been there like for almost five years now. So I don't know. I'm wondering if like, maybe it's time to move on, um, and like do other things. Um, same time to think of what I want to say. It's like, I think everyone like moves on from like something that they love and they go on to something else. But I think like COVID just kind of like sped up the process for me perhaps, um, so I don't know, I'm just like figuring it out and just kind of seeing, but like, as of right now, like, I mean, I'm still just like kind of hanging out and like just doing some other like virtual events with Vaynerpump and like, that's what's kind of next. <laughs> so do you think if it wasn't for COVID, you would have moved on already? Like you would have found another job? Like where you? Oh no, I think I would have continued on, but I think like now I'm just like kind of realizing that like, oh, like, I don't know, like, I'm just like. I think also because COVID's really opened up a lot more doors, it's like you can work remote now. Yes. So like I could like do things for, you know, another charity if I would like, um, but not have to necessarily live there at the moment. And, totally. you know, it's just like, because I don't really want to leave LA. Like I love LA. Like I could possibly go back to Dallas, but um, I don't know. It's like, I have my friends here. I have my life. I have everything. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just like open-ended and, you know, I think eventually, like, I should have taken the past couple months during COVID to, like, do this, but I think eventually, like, you know, like, write, like, a book just about, like, my whole, like, experience of, like, you know, not just housewives, but just about, like, my life, too. Like, I'm, I don't know. I just have a very interesting upbringing and a very interesting life, um, and I think that it would be, you know, cool just to be able to, like, kind of speak onto that through, like, a book. So, you know, maybe something like that in the future, um, but yeah, I think just kind of figuring it out and seeing kind of what's what's next. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, where can everyone find you online? 
Um, just at John Blizz um, on um, Instagram is the best. Um, Twitter is um, at John Blizzard XO because some already had John Blizz. So <laughs> unacceptable. I know. I was like, how many of us are there in the world? So apparently, well, you're, you're the one that most people I think are looking for. Yeah, exactly. So um, awesome. Great. I really Perfect. appreciate it. Great. Well, thanks. It was so fun. See you later. Thank you, John. Okay, later. Yeah, of Bye. course. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.